0: Time for the Magpie Twenty Four Seven Podcast with your hosts Kyle Thompson and Paul Rudder, discussing all things Newcastle United, passionate, unfiltered, passionate. unfiltered, and totally black and white by fans for fans.
1: What's happening, everyone? It's Kyle for the Magpie 247 podcast, and we're back again, people. Another defeat, another pointless, gutless, spineless defeat under Steve Bruce. Um, Newcastle fall 2 0 to Chelsea, and it's not so much the result of that. I think the result was pretty much expected amongst the fan base, however, mate, the performance yet again, another spineless, gutless just such lack of pride anything it just does not re- represent Newcastle United as a as a club does it the way, no. just the way we went and lied, laid down I think you had a perfect analogy a couple of weeks ago and we lost in London a, a, breaking the social distancing laws for going out for no reason I think that's pretty much yeah. something
0: point of trip should have been fined and to be fair if we had been fined Mike Ashley might have actually uh, you know pricked his ears up Lee Charney might have done something about it because that is the only thing that this club actually gives a shit about these days. They don't give a shit about players' contracts coming to an end. That's clear. It seems like, what, quarter of the team are out of contract in, in a few months' time, and they don't know what's happening. Um, The club's a mess. The club's a mess from top to bottom, and it's rather apt that today we record this on Pancake Day because, let's face it, the club is absolutely as flat as a pancake. There's no life to it. There's no nothing. The performance yesterday was defeatist. Apolo- uh, it was literally An absolutely apology. Um, The players didn't get going from uh, moment one right the way through. It was worse than a practice game, worse than a friendly. um, And as you said before, sleepwalking towards an absolute certain relegation with Fulham fighting and scrapping and clawing for every single point at the moment and looking far more dangerous. And most tellingly, if you look at the form table, they are currently well above us, a couple of places above us in the form table, and that tells you everything. But of course, at Newcastle, it's the older Jose Perez situation. Fingers and ears, no problems, and Steve Bruce is encouraged. So it's it's okay, it's all right. Steve Bruce yeah. is encouraged.
1: Well, he's run out of sleeves, hasn't he? And he's he's run out of gloves to take off. So what what what's next, Paul? I mean, it's just I don't want to think
0: about Steve Bruce uh, stripping. That is for certain. Uh, <laughs> I'll probably bring the pancakes up. To be honest, to, to be to be 100 certain, like that's an absolutely vile thought. Um, but. Goodness me, what is next? What is next? And let's hope it's not Lee Charley either. I know I know one person listening to this podcast will probably like that. And he, at this point he's probably no, no, typing me no, no. a message he's up got, of abuse. But uh, the yeah, lad, yeah, there's the, one
1: person like that. the, the, the lad in particular will go give some credit, man. I mean Aye. He, 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 he's on a, he, he does another podcast uh, in the Newcastle community and he's and he managed to get Alan Shearer on. I mean, that's flipping mental. There's a couple of uh, there's a couple of content creators that I've managed to get Alan Shearer on Gallagher Shots uh, previously laces of Newcastle Fans TV can't even say it <laughs> even though we've been accused of such I can't actually say it um, as well as that and then UFC 360 have managed to pick them, up, pick them up as well so congratulations to all three in getting him on um, I wish we could have got him on as well, but maybe in a couple of years' time, if there's who knows, of who knows what
0: the future, we'll, we'll, we'll bring who and knows? uh, just, um, know, we've, it, we've spoken, fair, we've spoken
1: to people, not, haven't we, So, forgetting, forgetting on, but um, it's probably the only highlight of your week after watching that shit yesterday. Uh, ah, but, but congratulations
0: uh, to where uh, I mean, especially like I say, to the ladder we used to uh, to work with to get sheer on and stuff like that. I know it meant uh, an absolute load to him and uh. Of course, absolutely uh, over the moon, ecstatic for him. What an honor, what a privilege to be able to speak to, to speak to God himself. I thought it was great listening on Gallagher shots and stuff as well, um, and a fantastic cause. So, if you haven't already bought your ticket, ten pound I think it is, if I remember rightly, um, yeah, for yeah, the shirt so, and the yeah. boots. I mean, that's brilliant. You know, a so chance to win a piece of history like that. As
1: well. I'd kill for Whoa. something like that, mate. Honestly, that kind of memorabilia does not—it's—it's—it's it's, it's rarer than gold dust. But I um, thought we'd give a shout out uh, to the Shearer Foundation as well. Might as well uh, go for something in, for for a good cause in any way. But um, we'll crack on into this one, mate. Try and discuss as much football as possible. Uh, <laughs> what, what,
0: did did we play football yesterday?
1: Um, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what did Stanford i i don't think so, but um we'll Good try idea. I mean, what well, as always mate, we'll start with a we'll start with a team, and surprisingly, I thought actually Steve Bruce would get his own way, um but he's been going on in these press conferences. well, you know, we' found a system and on it's took you eighteen months to find a system i mean oh wow and and even then it's not his it's it's Graham Jones's, so play this that we'll play this four one two formation um obviously the cells comes back in. Craft comes in for the Indra Manquillo, Um Clark. is what you in call it. After his um, after his wife gave birth, so congratulations, uh, to Kieran congratulations, Maggie. Well. Shelby retained his place in midfield. Um, who it was Willick in the midfield, and who else was in the midfield with the three of them? Um,
0: we well, had uh, Isaac Hayden.
1: Uh, and Hayden dropped into his actual position in midfield. In the, I know place, who, who would uh, have thought. You know, it, are you the wheel here? I tell you what, it, it, yeah, it's crazy. And uh, you've got, and then obviously Miggy, and then obviously the front two were uh, ASM, and uh, obviously Wilson being out, a massive missing. It'll be a talking point today, and Gail up front, up front as well. We thought on the preview that me and Owen did, we thought it was going to be um, it was going to be in playing, but obviously Jolene's sitting on the bench still, which is probably a good thing considering he came on and done. Um, Exactly what Gail done, pretty much nothing. But um,
0: I, I had to laugh though. The, the club put a tweet out and they put, uh, uh, Good move uh, by Newcastle, but Joe Linton's about you know X number of yards uh, out of position. And my reply straight back to that was, He's several hundred miles out of position. Get them back to Newcastle. <laughs> he shouldn't be anywhere near the spot. <laughs>
1: it's, it's typical, mate. Pull them just...
0: straight on it.
1: It's not it's not going well for Jolan at the minute. I don't think it has I think the the worst mistake he made in his career was coming to Newcastle, sadly for him. But we're getting Yeah, and the, taking think,
0: that shirt and taking that shirt yeah, the way
1: that as well, something yeah. as prestigious as that. I mean you've got Shearer giving away his tops and he's and he's a number nine for Newcastle. And then you look at Jolent and it's just an insult. Like no no. I know he's got his fanboys and that, but to wear the same shirt as what Shearer did, it's just not an embarrassment. But anyway, I mean, one thing I will give the management credit for, and it's the only thing I'll give them credit for, mate, is sticking with the same formation. Because usually they play a bigger side and they say, ooh, it's a big side, top, top team. I mean, he said all that in his press conference, don't get us wrong. But we're stuck with the same formation and obviously playing more forward on the front foot and trying to actually say, and actually saying before kickoff, we're going to give it a go instead of we're just going to hope for the best. And yeah, you, you've got, you've got
0: to give a little, just, a little bit of credit. A little bit of credit, yeah, for that just formation. For,
1: just for doing that. So it looks like from from this point on, the 4 one 2 will be the formation for the foreseeable. And I think since Graeme Jones has came in, we've won two and we've lost two. So hopefully we can keep it going. Uh, it's been going loss-win, loss-win. So hopefully praying we'll beat Man United next week. It yeah, you
0: do, especially, win. don't you? <laughs>
1: yeah, especially, there's a lot riding off of me, mate. I fucking hate them bastards. But we don't start well, mate. Chelsea start unbelievably well. Uh, we'll make Timo Werner, who hasn't scored since November, look like the second coming of Jesus, mate. Honestly, we'll mate, made... Mate,
0: we made Even before we came out? Did you see how we came out? I mean, <laughs> the, the Skylads were taking the piss. Honestly, it, it looked like a bunch of over-65s on a bus <laughs> trip. When the bus driver said, come on, back on the bus now. You, you're finished with your break. It was that level of dawdling to get out. Honestly, no team spirit, no connection. Yes, I'll give credit to Steve Bruce for sticking for the same team, although I, I did think before the game even started, Will Hayden drop back in, into a back three because you can't trust what Bruce says because he's got a history of lying. Oh, yeah. yeah, so that had crossed my mind. And, and, I, and I will also just lay out before we get into the game itself. Steve Bruce, um, I'm sick and tired of you coming out looking shit scared every time we play a name. And it just seems to me, it's like the old adage with Gareth Southgate in England, I'll pick off a name, I'll pick off a name. And it's just like, yes, Chelsea are a fantastic team with fantastic players that spent a lot of money made, another new manager, Um you know, they might have had a new manager before now, to be honest. It's that much of a, of a revolving door. But credit to where they do, they do. They've got great players. Um, But stop being so absolutely shit-terrified. Look at look at what Brighton did against Liverpool. Look at uh, what Fulham did to Everton. Teams like that, examples like that happen time and time and time again. Manchester United have lost a couple of times on their own patch. Stop being so absolutely shit afraid because... You know, seeing the Keegan birthday stuff, obviously um, at the beginning of this week, and happy birthday to the, to the legend, um, to the gaffer. Seeing him talking about the club, and he banned words like consolidation, uh, because it was all about mindset and mentality. And then you come back down to earth after looking over classic Keegan interviews and moments from his his tenure at Newcastle. You then come back to listen to Steve Bruce spite out shit, and. It just comes across as absolute fear. And even when I was listening to um, Tuchel, you know, the Chelsea new manager.
1: Yeah, Thomas Tuchel. Him, yeah.
0: yeah, even hearing him before the match and he's talking about Newcastle and he's cutting us up into sections and and, and he's dissected our entire team and our approach and how we're going to play and our danger players. And then you look at Steve Bruce and should I tell you what he did? All he did, pat the players on the back. That's yes, it. That's his, that's his tactical approach. So although I was very pleased about keeping the formation, mate, yes definitely, thumbs up to Bruce uh, for that. We've got to get away from this absolute loser's mentality before we even kick a ball and I, I, want, to see, I want to see a, a united Newcastle yes, if that but, makes uh, sense. I, I exactly don't well. like to see it and I don't want to see the likes of Neville and Carragher just sitting there pure taking the piss out of Newcastle. Before we even kick the ball, mate. It's not what we're about. You're representing our city. Go out and represent it in the right way. Have a bit of pride in that shirt.
1: Bang on, mate. And the thing is, we're not going to get rid of this losing mentality until we get rid of of Steve Bruce. It's as simple as that because he's came in. It's him with the demeanour in his press conferences. It's him with the demeanour I've put now. He said he's
0: been depressed for six months. Did you hear what he said? Six months he's been depressed. I thought, I've been depressed ever since you walked into fucking NE1. <laughs> uh, literally. But if I can, can pull on a smile and I can do this, that and the other, then so so must he and so shall he. It gets paid. I don't care whether he's the cheapest manager in the league, he still gets paid handsomely to do a job I would do for free. For absolutely fuck all. And I'd get amongst those players and get them uh, get it spiced up a little to bit.
1: Have, yeah. Hmm. It's, yeah. so
0: it's, it's mental. It's all about, to me, and the thing is, people can say, you're attacking Steve Brooks, but he's a nice man. I've said it before. I've said it before, the attacks. Milkman's a nice man. That, that doesn't mean anything when it comes to football. Football is about results. It's about performance. And he's getting literally neither the only results and performances we're getting at the moment is when um graham jones has got a more hands-on approach last night he was playing fucking candy crush or something on the side on the new <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'd, I'd say it. it's probably an etch-a-sketch it's probably an etch-a-sketch no newcastle because we have our ice baths in wheelie bins so our ipad's probably an etch-a-sketch probably
1: yeah I mean, uh, I don't know if you remember, me, but Steve McLaren used to have to have the big book, and he was he used to draw on it and that, and uh, draw his p- 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 like, rick- sh- pictures and stuff. Uh that was that was the Steve McLaren days and that, but. Um... Yeah, the, the, this game didn't start well, mate. As, no. as we say, I mean, it just it just oozed what Steve was about negativity. No fight, no passion, no effort. Just not not none of the above. Chelsea was swarming on, with like flies round shit, hammering forward, causing all sorts of problems. Uh, and the goal comes, mate. Really. And once the goal comes, it's kind of just an acceptance that we've already lost. Yeah. Um very poor.
0: I said this. I said, it. I, said it. I was on um I was on Gallagher Shots um YouTube channel watching the watch along. And right. um they actually highlighted well thanks very much, lads, as well, because I know they do listen to to, to us and stuff. But um they highlighted, I put in, I put right, yeah, that's it then. Game game over, job, job's done for them. Um and it and, and it was so so right. You knew. Our only hope, mate, was to keep a clean sheet and try and rely on that Steve Bruce look. But it ran out.
1: It did, mate. And Honestly, man, oh, the amount of times I shouted at Emil Craft. I mean, fair play. lot do watch alongs, the three uh, main fan channels do watch alongs, and there's a couple of others as well. <laughs> but I could not do watch alongs, mate. I, I, I couldn't stomach it. Kid. No, I shout. I shout too much at the telly. And that C- can you? Me you,
0: that you I mean, you know, you know what I'm like anywhere at, at, at the matches and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah and people I, I people, people will have seen out. against Burnley last year when I was on yeah. the sky cameras. is what I'm like liking the match. Uh, to be fair, it, it would be something like um like a father Jack from Father Ted sort of yeah. rant.
1: Just yeah. not I'm not cut out for watch alongs like I mean um <laughs> we got <laughs> taken off the air <laughs> i'll I'll happily um I'll happily go about my business and, and react to games and that' because I calm down, but in the heat of the moment and that I'm too much um I'll probably get accused of um overreacting for views <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but
0: we I mean? we, we, cert- we certainly do not sit on the fence mate.
1: Certainly not, but um, that goal on Emil yeah, the amount of times it would t- shit all, he hit all over that goal, hit with the overlap was unbelievable. Um, he he kept tucking inside, that he kept getting beat by the player Timo Werner after hurting his lip, which looked like a career-ending injury. God, God forbid, how he how he so, got up and covered.
0: So. Soft.
1: recovered from such a devastating injury, he straps he on, he runs forward beats Kraft like no problem at all cuts it across and I think Darlow should do a hell of a lot better with this Tips it out It's a card. mess made uh, defensively of Olivier Giroud and Giroud yet again against Newcastle he's got a thing for it, uh, makes it 1-0 but a poor mistake from Kraft and a poor mistake from Darlow I think we've been knocking on the door slowly mate for Debrav got to come back in Um, And I think Darlow has made a couple of mistakes now in the last few weeks. His distribution hasn't been up to much. Which was Rafa's critique. Yeah, his main critique. But I think now it's the time to put Debravka back in. I think, I think, I think it's time now. I know he's had a great season, and those that may disagree, I feel free to no problem. Um, I can see why there'd be arguments to keep Darlow between the sticks, but I think he's just making one or too many mistakes now to stay in. Because I know, I know, mm. DeBravko would not make these mistakes.
0: It it seems that since Debravka has come back, he seems to have sort of developed a nervous twitch it yeah. doesn't seem like the same uh, level of confidence and stuff is is uh, is there i will say the first goal it, it, Dalo must hold his hands up but he certainly wasn't the only one i thought the centre no. backs our defensive shape was all over the place i thought the midfielders did nothing to, to track him back i thought emil craft was hugely out of position um, and i don't good. care if, if you give somebody that much time space and uh, in the Premier League, they are going to hurt you and punish you. A good cross coming in, but still, it's it's schoolboy, it's basic. The thing is, you go to these so-called bigger grounds, bigger teams, or whatever. Don't give them. Do not give them a lead. Don't give them a goal. Don't give them an on a plate. If you could open by some fantastic player, or it's a screamer, or this, that, and the other, then you hold your hands up, mate, and you just you dust yourself down. Do you like that? Use a bruntism. <laughs> Yeah, but you do. But when you gift-wrapped it, we might as well have put a, a massive, massive, massive bow on it. And just, you know, Newcastle is the gift that keeps giving. Sheffield United hadn't won all season. Play Newcastle, the win. Watkins from uh, Villa. You haven't scored? Come see Newcastle. Newcastle can sort it out. It. You, you just knew. And then as soon as Giroud come on, I was like, well, that's it. That's fucked that up. Because this lad absolutely loves it. If we ever signed him, goodness me, uh, it would help us out majorly because it's literally goals against every single season. It, it reminds me a little bit of do you remember Ryan Taylor when he used to play for Wigan? He seemed to have that knack of always scoring against us. Um the years, mate. Yeah, and just annoying bastards who literally pop up time and time and time again. He is one of them, a quality player, my ad. How he doesn't get more of a look in, I I don't know. But I mean, come on, craft, you're supposed to be an international. Um, I've said it before, I'll say it again my grand could have done a better job on stopping the cross coming in stop the cross, deal with the cross it's not a goal, deal with it defensively, somebody should be getting a foot on it, get anything on it just get it away it's a calamity of errors, Carl Darlow what can you say, Dubravka should be in and it just gives more weight to the rumours about an issue between Steve Bruce and Martin Dubravka which I hope I hope and pray it isn't the case I don't want to lose Martin Dubravka, and surely no. even Lee Charlie must think, "Fuck me!" If it comes between Dubravka and Bruce, get it, get him out. Honestly, get yeah, Steve I mean, Bruce out. As as nice as a man as he may be, before before the agenda goes against you, as nice as a man as he may be, he's useless. Well,
1: we'll have to mention uh, the 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 thing around Steve Bruce because obviously he's uh, he's he's last few press conferences he said a couple of things and I think I think it'd be important that we we'll do address them later on the podcast yeah. to be honest especially with the death threat stuff I think that's something that we we'll do need to mention because um, there's a yeah. couple of things I'm really not happy about with that one um, but we're responding um, to the to the goal going in mate it's just more the same we just don't look just don't yeah. look on it at all um, trying to press there's no there's no one really looking like the one to, one to take the back of the neck for us. this is nothing for her. Um, The midfield was dead. Just dead, mate. I mean, Hayden cut out a couple of great tackles and a couple of passes and stuff. Hayden was probably the only player that could have left the field with his head held high uh, yet again. How many okay. times have I said that this season? Um, but the midfield, mate, was dead. Joe Willock looked lost. Um... John Joe looked flipping lost again. He had Uninterested. He, he had two good passes, but the amount of times he lost his man in the midfield, Kovacic ran circles around him, um, was unbelievable. Every yeah. time there was an overlap, he didn't spread himself wide to to cover the run. He left Kraft all on his own. He left the other side all on his own. Just
0: He was just, playing well, slightly I mean, out of position, mate, but it, it, it was shocking. And we've said time and time and time again, the only place that John Joe is of, is of use and his set pieces again was shite but the only place that he was of use is in that final third, if you put him in the final two thirds of our defensive shape and unit or if you get him tracking back or anything like that, he's absolutely fucking garbage, he's useless, he he, he, he just it just becomes so lazy and frustrating and I'm screaming at at these players at this time, we're in a relegation scrap, don't listen to Steve Bruce we are in a relegation scrap. There's not another seven or eight teams in it. in it. We're in it. We're in it the deepest at the moment. So, will you play? I was just screaming, mate, for anything uh, um, a, a big tackle, um, a chance, a, a change of shape, pulling Shelby in because he was playing a little bit wider yesterday. Uh, I was looking for anything at, at all. I was looking for uh, to try and play the Dwight Gale strengths a little bit more. No, nothing absolutely nothing all we got was a shot of um graham jones sitting there i'm assuming on an etch just gets right and steve bruce is clueless or something like that it was it was just so frustrating because you want a. Re- if you go behind what you want is you want a little bit of a reaction from the place and the yeah. worrying thing for me is i saw a knout, it was dead it was I know they're a fantastic team. I know they've got fantastic players. But come on, mate. A little bit of pride in the shirt. A little bit of passion. A little bit of blood pumping. I, I, I create. I know we created, I think, four shots on target during the game, I, I think. Um, but oh, come on. Please, a yeah. little bit of something, considering we're in the it shit. Wasn't. Yeah, there just
1: wasn't, it. It was just an acceptance. All 1-0 down. Oh, well. I mean... There's just no inspiration in that team at all. And the thing is, mate, the fight's there because we're seeing it in it, it there Southampton. in Southampton. The fight was there. Do you know what I mean? But but where, but was Chelsea, where was it? Where was it yesterday? It just wasn't there, mate. Just non-existent in, in its entirety. In the second goal,
0: oh god. My
1: god! From a corner, um the ball goes in. The cells is so just not, not concentrating at all. And it just hits them. Uh falls into the path of Timo Werner. Uh, who we made look unbelievable. What was Lewis doing? Lewis at the back post, not concentrating either. Wrong side. Darlow tries to keep it out, but it's already way past the <sighs> line at this point. And even then, Rudiger would have slotted home, even if it didn't cross the line. So, you you look at it, mate, we're 2-0 down, and the game was gone. The game was already yeah. finished. There was no hope of us getting back into it. No
0: nothing. Um, no, and, and, now, and now at that point, mate, it slips into classic Mike Ashley, Newcastle United, it's okay to lose. It is okay to lose as long as you do not lose by too many. That is the mindset that slipped in.
1: And that was it for the
0: rest of the game.
1: I mean, what worries us the most, man, uh, Alex Hurst, true faith, made an excellent point during the game last night. He said, um, you look at how much fight West Brom showed against Man United. You look at how much fight... Fulham showed against Everton and how well they did to gain the points that they got and then you compare that to Newcastle last night it's really alarming but the thing is though mate, it's not even been a case of this is a one-off because if it was a one-off, wouldn't be as negative, it's yeah. been all season where we've looked dejected, where we haven't looked like we've cared and we've just looked like Steve Bruce's teams always look, I think well, team-
0: you know, then. That's yeah, yeah, what
1: looks like. it looks like. That's all it is, mate. It's just, and like, the one thing I take from this game last night is when Andy Carroll was coming on, and uh, there's a clip going about now, now on Twitter <laughs> and that. And, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Andy Carroll's coming on, and Graham Jones is giving his instructions for Andy Carroll when he gets on the field. And Steve Bruce just comes in and, and starts waffling his gums. And the face, like, honestly, mate, the face Graham Jones it gives looks good, Bruce, it's just like, what it's is it? Like, <laughs> what, like, I can't wrap my head around it, mate. Have you ever known a coach to look at his manager like that ever? Could you imagine, um, one of Alex Ferguson's coaches looking at Alex Ferguson like, What are you doing? Um, yeah. one of Jose Mourinho's coaches, one of Pep Guardiola. There's, a cl- there's a clear issue, mate. We'll lower the standard. Could you even imagine, imagine, um, Sam Lee looking at Sam Allardyce like that? Do you know what I mean? It's like it's. It boggles the mind, mate. Like, you've got a coach who's been there for a couple of weeks. He's looking at Steve Bruce, and it's like,
0: as if he's talking Dutch.
1: What are you on about? Like, stop waffling shit. That's all Steve Bruce seems to do. So, oh, well, you know, pat on the back and go on, then do your best. And it's like, and that
0: again, that's all he does pat on the back, and like,
1: (laughs) rub his And the and the and the plan? Like the plan were 2-0 down. He, he, takes off, um, he takes off a midfielder. I think he takes off Willock and puts Andy Carroll on. So we're playing 4-2-4. Uh, he's just booting the ball up. That's another thing as well, mate. The only Ijad Newcastle seemed to have was the same old chip, boot the ball up. Like the only difference is honestly, is that we've put more players into the opposing half, yeah. but it's the same tactics. And in the media, there was coming, making but, yeah. the media like, oh well, they're trying to do more. The Steve Bruce has changed the style and all that. He's not capable of changing the style. He's no. just put more players up the field. Maybe. Any tactical change we've shown in the last four weeks is because of Graham Jones. It's not because of Steve Bruce. And Steve like,
0: Bruce isn't capable of changing. Stuff, the, is is it. It. Let's the be thing it. clear about
1: that. I, I do slate Sky Sports a lot, but that actually gave Graham Jones a little bit of credit on Monday Night Football. They were like, the new coaches came in and he's implemented something and they look different. So they're actually giving the credit
0: where credit's due. But he to but can only work. go so far, mate. He can well, only go so far if he's only a coach or an assistant coach, and Steve Bruce is still the manager. There is still a line in the sand that he can't go past. He can't scrap up and rip up the Steve Bruce game plan totally. He's just got to suggest little edits to it. He can't go reinventing the absolute arc. He, he can't do it because there is limits and there is protocols and there is etiquette and there is a business and work and structure that he's got to to, to buy into. So. Yes, you can see the little things that he's doing is, is trying, trying to pay off, but what I would say as well yesterday, mate, is the idea to bring Andy Carroll on might have worked 10 years ago, but football has moved on. He's a dinosaur in terms of of, of moving on. And, and and Garl, to be fair to him, you can put himself around, but as soon as he farts near a Chelsea player it's going to be a free kick. And what I also didn't like, and I didn't think, and this is a, a criticism of Steve Bruce, and, and an actual example of where I think the the differences between a, a Chelsea manager and a Newcastle manager come to the front of your mate, right mate. And I'm interested to, to, to know what you think about it. But mm. we, we, we've got... Wilson, who's been really good, and I, and I mentioned this on the previous two podcasts, the ball will come up, he will move to one side, normally the right, that will create space for Miggy to go into, but then all of a sudden Wilson tries to get back into position. He works an area where he can get a shot away. Dwight Gale is different. He cannot do that. He cannot drop deep, drop right, and, and, and get players to track him the same way that Wilson does, because Wilson's at much bigger threat. The way you get a better service out of Dwight Gale is to have him really central, and you've got to change your tactics, and you've got to say, I want to get balls out wide and whip them in. I'm going to try and play a bit balls over the top and try and use some of that pace he's got-ish. That is how you get the best out of Dwight Gale. He cannot do the same job that Callum Wilson can, can, can do. It's, it's just a fact. I don't know whether he is Premier League quality, but currently he's the best thing you should we've got at the club. So how about... We actually played to his strengths. Look at the, the games like at the end of last season when he went on that run and he was scoring pretty much every game. We were playing to Dwight Gale's strengths. Now, previously when Wilson was playing, we were playing to Callum Wilson's strengths of being able to pull defenders around and bring other people in. So, to me, with Gale in, he's got to change the tactics slightly, change possibly Miguel Almiron's uh, uh, job and role in the team, and tweak things slightly whilst keeping the same shape to get the best out of Dwight Gale. I, yeah. yesterday, didn't see any of that, mate. None. It's, I mean, my take on it,
1: mate, is we're not capable. Like, you just... But we should be, be mate. Oh, well, obviously, we should be capable, and the manager you should look, be... Look at their manager. Doesn't. Their
0: manager was all over us like a fly-round shit. He knew, he knew literally what sweet corn was in the players' shit before match, the match had kicked off. Steve Bruce hasn't got a scooby-doo. He sucks on a Werber's original. He rubs his face and he pats players on the back. And that's his ideas of of preparation. Now, he might be a nice man. I've no doubt about it. I don't know him personally, but I don't give a shit. I I want to see some basic tactics. And you know what? If it's not working like it wasn't yesterday, I want to see some change from our management team. Now, that shouldn't be too much to to ask. You see that from the opposition, but you do not see that from our club. And and, and if you're Lee Charney and you're looking at that, it's as obvious as, as, as his bald head is. Come on. Yeah. Do something.
1: Yeah, you're right, mate. And I, I didn't quite realise how much we'd miss Colin Wilson, but I know from last night, alarming, um, how yeah. bad we look without him up top. Um, and you realise
0: Joel Linton will be in for the next game, don't you?
1: Yeah, it could well be Joel and yeah. because obviously Gale... Was a victim of the the system being suited to a different player, but he couldn't uh, do
0: it, mate. He could, he could, not do it. And the old adage, the old song. Um, I mean, I, 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 was, I was laughing in the second half. I was sitting there going, "I wish I was in the away uh, end because." Uh, and I put again. I think I put a tweet out about it. We're shit, and we sick of it, we're shit." Yeah. <laughs> well, come on. I mean, I say, and, and I've been respectful for Chelsea throughout. They're a quality team, mate. They're getting the wins and stuff like that, but. But come on, please have a go. Have that pride in your shirt. Please try something different. If the first plan doesn't work, have. We've never had a plan. They've had a, week, it, a week, mate, to get ready for this. Come, come on. Yeah. But they could have, they could have had six months to
1: prepare for it, mate, and it would have still been the same result because you've, you've got a manager who does not prepare for football matches. It's literally his take is either give it to Graham Jones, but before then, it was just like. Nothing. It's just no mate. Have a bacon sandwich. Yeah, the players are getting the players are getting worse, mate. And it's a case of either laugh or cry, but the the game ends obviously 2-0. We we don't have any major chances to get back into it. It was boring,
0: wasn't it?
1: And the gap is seven points, but Burnley play tomorrow against uh, Fulham and Obviously, Fulham play against Sheffield United at the weekend, so it could be one point difference by the time Newcastle next kick a ball, mate. Like I'm shitting myself, but the thing is, I'm I'm shitting myself out of emotion. But we've seen this coming from a mile off, mate. We yeah. go through the podcasts, people. Like honestly, go through the podcasts for the last months. and yeah, if you want to take up a couple of hours if your time, we've been saying for, for months absolute months about about Steve Bruce that was sleepwalking into relegation. In fact, it's what it's a name of one of the one of the previous podcasts, Sleepwalking yep. into Relegation. And we're there now, we're kind of there now if if Fulham put a run together to win these next two games, they would have won three on the bounce, mate. And we're sitting from, sitting with a thumb up boss. Oh well you know we're not in a relegation battle. Like, oh we are
0: oh 100 percent and it's it's so frustrating because if we can see this, how come a fellow Newcastle supporter, in mean, Steve Bruce, remember he's a local lad, he loves the club, his father loved the club. We've all heard the backstory, yeah. We've all heard the PR spin. Uh, you know why? How come he can't see it? And and it's it is so 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 infuriating. And <laughs> it's just like you just feel despair, despair at the club. Um, I mean, it, it's it's. In a way, now it's now or never for Fulham. If they don't win these next two games and put real pressure on Newcastle, and I think it's between Newcastle and Fulham to steal, then they are blown their chance. If they lose against Burnley and if they don't win against Sheffield United, then you know that is probably their chance, literally God, dead and buried. You look, look yes, yeah, but all we will be doing, mate. It's putting it off till next season because are you telling me there're going to be another three teams as worse as the three that are at the bottom at the moment no. and i don't I don't no. think there is no but I, I am I am like you I am shitting myself, and I've got Sheffield United support and uh, friends I'm begging them to do us a favor absolutely begging them um <laughs> literally i am I am clutching at straws I'm that worried, and I think it's our last two it's our last two games. Because we 'cause we've got Fulham, haven't we, on the last game of the season for definite. Yeah. And, and and that could be that could be huge. That could literally send us down. They don't have to catch up the full seven points. Remember that. If they're within a couple of points striking distance of us, they could they can have it in their own hands by knowing we win at home, we stay up. And yeah. and, and that'll be Again, it's no—it's no disrespect to Fulham because you know I, I respect them. They've had some great players before, Scott Parker, former Newcastle player, former Mag. Uh, we've had connections. They've got Metro there, who's got coronavirus at the moment. So get well soon, Metro, and all of that. But they're not as big as a as a club, and it's it is so embarrassing that we are having to battle at the bottom. And he's still talking, mate. He's still talking about Newcastle beating last season's points total i think you're a deluded chuff i really do and it it's really it's bang out of order I'm even saying it we'd need to be like i mean was it 19 more points or something like that we're not yeah. gonna get 19 points you're off your tits if you think you're gonna get 19 more <laughs> points we'll be lucky if we get a couple of more wins and we've got to hope it's one of them seasons where 35 points or something like that keeps you up and just, and I would implore everybody, mate, who's listening to this podcast, pray for Burnley and pray for Sheffield United. Forget about catching Burnley, just fourth bottom, mate,
1: fourth bottom. The thing is, mate, it's almost poetic because the last game of the season away to Fulham, you reverse two years. Rafa's last game was Fulham away, and you compare the two. We could get relegated at Fulham, and then you compare yeah. that to the two years prior where we're flying. We're one of the best teams in the league at the time, form-wise. Rafa, Rafa had his swan song. We didn't want him to go, and this is particularly why, mate, because we knew the club would replace him with someone who's just not up to the mm-hmm. challenge. And they're not sat me either. Yeah, it's the club's
0: fault,
1: mate. They gave Bruce, they've gave Bruce funds, they gave Bruce investment, and we're still going backwards mate and like you says mate it's a ticking time bomb steve bruce if he doesn't relegate with this season he'll relegate we next if he's still in charge 100 he's a ticking time bomb mate and and we're not gonna and there's no there's no excusing it there's no mates in the press it's just straight up facts mate the, the record speaks speaks for themselves when he gets time get a team together in the Premier League, he doesn't do well. He, he relegated Birmingham. Uh, he, he came close to relegating for Wigan. You know
0: what I mean? He relegated these football teams. Like, it's, his track, it's his track record. He's it's, it's MO. Is but i am telling you something, mate. If we go down, not only Steve Bruce will have blood in his hands, but Lee Charnley as well. Because the club had a chance made in January to look at it and say, we're in the shit. And now, do you remember a couple of years ago when we signed the French Legion to come in and to boost us? when we needed it we needed help they brought the players in gave the manager the tools to do the job and we stayed up this season what did we do we let a right back go ahead of a right back crisis and we kept emil craft think about that and then we've That's been the screaming we've been screaming out for the the squad needed rebalancing bruce has said he's needed a midfielder for ages we've got players and i want to name a few players and, and just see what you think on these uh, players We've got the likes of Joe Linden. We've got the likes of Emil Kraft. We've got the likes of John Joe Shelby. They're not Premier League classmates. We are. uh, And the the thing is, we're carrying these players. But where was the club? And I know the, the, the coronavirus and all of that, this, that, and the other. I've listened to the excuses and stuff for years before coronavirus was even a thing. There's always an excuse at Newcastle United, not to do something. But yeah. how how will they feel, made when we're relegated Fulham on the last day, which potentially could happen, when they could have done something about it in, in, in January, when they could have spent, targeted a few quid here and there, shifted one or two on, brought one or two in, tried to rebalance the squad up and tried. They didn't try. And it's just like there's an acceptance of, I think that there's enough in this squad to keep us fourth bottom. And that is the mantra that's above Lee Charney's fucking door to his yeah. office. There's enough here to finish fourth bottom. Happy fucking days. Well, it I'm not smiling. You're not smiling. I don't see any other Newcastle supporter smiling. But you absolute muppet, you are playing with our futures and potentially our destiny. If we go down, there is no guarantees about coming back. I know Mike actually likes a little bit of a casino, a little bit of a flutter and a little bit of risk in his business operations, but there's no certainty at the moment. And nope. if you think the financials are bad now, we know no yeah. fans in all season. Wait till next season when we're racking up at the Den, the New York Stadium uh, and the likes. Fuck me. Could even be the stadium alight. Fucking hell. Pretty much, mate. And it's almost a false
1: sense of arrogance as if to say, oh, yeah. well, we'll stay up. And it's just like you've, gambled with that you've gambled with this club's future so many times and it's and it hasn't paid off on a couple of occasions so what makes you think with the worst manager that we've had in those runnings by the way that we will have now we haven't had as bad a manager as steve bruce and we don't have our best center forward for the next eight weeks and you look at it mate and it's like what up shit creek without a paddle do you know, if Fulham win the if Fulham lose them two games, right, and we have them seven points, then fair enough, I'll not be as worried. But I guarantee I honestly I honestly think they'll pick up at least four points. And that's being yeah. that's being really nice about it. I think personally they'll pick up six, but I think the worst that they'll do is four. Um, yeah. and even then that'll be three points. Do you know what I mean? And then it's danger territory by the time we play Man United. And if we get beat off Man United, then then you know what I mean.
0: I'm telling and you no. something though, mate. If we if we rack up to Old Trafford and play with the exact same mentality, I don't care what your formation is, I, you, you, could, you could have any sort of complicated formation. If we rack up with that same mentality and then, well, you know, then, Ollie at the wheel, and oh, it's a difficult game, and we'll roll our sleeves up. With all these Bruceisms. I mean, I was just laughing with the amount of the same shite he comes out with time and time again. But if we turn up with that Steve Bruce mentality... We will get done over yet again, and we lose by a couple of goals to nil. And again, there's an acceptance. I know they are a good team. I know Chelsea are a, are a good team. But there is a way which is acceptable to lose with a bit of pride in the shirt. And if you go down swinging, you think, eventually, one of them swings is going to connect on somebody's chin, and yeah. we're going to get the points. But at the moment, mate, playing football like that... <laughs> We 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 could we could play the Sunderland over sixty fives, and we wouldn't do anything against them, because if you're not doing the basics right, and if you're not showing a certain pride in your work and your craft, and if you aren't sitting there desperate to keep a clean sheet like like West Brom, when I watch West Brom, I see a team that's yes they concede, but they're desperate to try and not concede. Yeah, and I I, I, I don't I don't see that enough by Newcastle. But well, let's just hope we keep up the uh, the win loss win loss thing, and we do manage to to fluke. So it's not impossible if you have a go, especially in this season because there's no there's no home or away advantage with no fans in the stadium. There's no stadium Man, advantage. But proof of
1: that is Man United at home. They've been beat off Crystal Palace, Sheffield United. were shit! Uh, they drew at home to Everton recently, conceding three goals. Like these are susceptible to getting beat at home. So there's no better there, there isn't a better chance to go to Old Trafford and nick something. I mean I'm not I'm not under any illusions, mate. I'm not, I don't think underst- I don't have any faith in Steve Bruce to, to get a result. But there's a chance if you go there with the right attitude, you could just nick something. But in terms of the Chelsea game, I don't think there's anything else we could cover, mate. Um ahead of my
0: Willick. Got me off, off the edge of my seat. I think uh, yeah. was it Willick. It was ahead about somebody. I think yeah, it was. It was it was going wide, man. It was literally a that was it. I jumped off the couch for that.
1: It, yeah, kept on making it
0: look.
1: Making it look closer than it was. But um yeah, there was something he said after the game as well. Uh, that really irked us. Like he always does, there's usually something he says after the games, which irks us a lot. And and that was um how we, he saw positives. He, he saw positives again, and it's always every time we lose, mate, by a couple of goals, it's always oh, we're shit in the first half. No, mate, we're shit for 90 minutes. He always says we're bad in the first half to kind of excuse the other half. So you'll say, oh, we we played better in the second half. He did that against Sheffield. He did that against Brentford. He's did it against so many teams where it's just, oh, we're bad in the first half, but we
0: did better in the second. Game's 90 minutes. 90 minutes, exactly. You don't get fuck all for just playing well in the second half. No. And we didn't.
1: And we didn't, no. The amount of times he went, over with it were improved in the second half and we blatantly didn't. He's just blowing smoke up everybody's arse and hoping people believe him. And do you know who do believe him, Paul? Then flipping souls in the media, his mates. You know, like your Gary Neville's and your Robbie Savage's.
0: I think it was the Sky guy, the one with a British Tash. Um, did you hear his questions after the game? I mean, it might as well have been literally like tickling each other or something like that. <laughs> I thought, come on, ask a few probing questions. Try and get a few answers. What's gonna what you know, what are you gonna do differently, Steve at at Old Trafford? How come you start games so pathetically? Why is MAL Craft so terribly at, at his position for an international footballer? Ask some hard-hitting questions. But instead, like you say, it was just like he was sitting there tickling them, and they were having a little bit of a uh, have a laugh and a giggle. It, it was, was just you like smirking about what it, mate. You don't see yes, attitude. Man. Meanwhile, I'm I'm literally spitting blood and drop kicking grannies up here. I'm like, what? This is it, the manager. It, it, he's meant to be a manager. He's meant to care.
1: I mean. You compare it like I, I I don't want to compare Rafa to Bruce again. We've been down that road and up again. But when Rafa lost games and he was in interviews ac- after them, he looked dejected. He looked disappointed. He looked angry mm. that we lost. You look at Steve Bruce. He smiles. He gives excuses. He blows smoke up your ass. And it's just like he's cushioning his fall of failure because that's what he's good at doing. He's that used to failure. He plays the media to cushion the fall, mate. And that's exactly what Steve Bruce is about. It's um. Mm. It's it soft. just needs to go, mate.
0: It just needs you to, go. Need to it's, go. It's nothing awful. It's not this, that, and the other. He said for the past six months, all the criticism, all of the digs and this, that, and the other. All I would say to him, imagine 50,000 Newcastle supporters in that stadium and you think you've got it bad now. Imagine what it would be like. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. You knew what you were signing up to when you joined. You said you were a Newcastle supporter, so you, of course, know what the situation is like if the manager isn't performing, if the manager isn't doing his job. You are not doing your job. So clearly, clear your desk and let somebody else, whether that be Graham Jones, whether it be Nigel Pearson till the end of the season, anybody, let them have a go. Because I'm telling you something, you cannot do any worse than this man. He's literally the shit that runs down your mother's arse crack when you've just been born. Useless okay, yeah. and, and I'm sorry, like I said, he might be a nice man, this, that, and the other. And people might say, Oh, you've been really nasty towards Steve Bruce, but like I've said before, if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. You yeah. know what the job is, you're very well paid, you're handsomely paid. You said you're depressed. If a job was making me depressed, mate, and if I wasn't very good at it, I'd say, I, I can't do this, and I look for a job I was more suited to, shall we yeah. say, whatever that job may be. It's not personal. But all I care about is Newcastle and Newcastle surviving this season. And our, our, our chances of doing that are higher
1: okay, without it. that right. man. Yeah.
0: Cool.
1: And that's one thing I want to cover, mate, because the big story since the last podcast has been Steve Bruce getting death threats. And, I've, and we actively looked upon seeing this news. And I've seen a couple here and there. the They the, 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 the do exist. I'm not going to sit here and lie to people and say they don't. They do. But not to the extent that it's been made out to in the press, mate. Um, Simon Bird, I believe, Daily Mirror, done a, yep. done, a, done a shitty, cheap 20 pence article um, in, probably quotation marks from the from the Newcastle Farm Base as a headline, um, we want you to die and all this shit. Like, how how much of an arsehole of a journalist do you have to be to... Je- try and generalise that of being the opinion of the Newcastle fan. Basically, like, who do you think you are saying Does that? that? Make it
0: sensationalized?
1: Yeah, trying to sensationalised? Yeah, trying to make out as if every Newcastle fan thinks that. Like, it's not even close. Like, I don't like Steve Bruce as a manager. As a man, I wish him nothing but health. I wish his family nothing but health. And even after he's left Newcastle, crack on. Have a good life.
0: Well, right. I, I I I have a laugh though, mate. Alex Bruce is on Talk Sport and he's talking about this situation. And I'm sitting there listening to the interview and I'm like, if your father, your relative, yeah, your flesh and blood has received death threats, why are you talking to some pleb on talk sport? Why are you not speaking to the police? Why are you not speaking to the club? Why are you not taking it further? It's just absolutely ridiculous. There's one or two absolute idiots and them absolute one or two idiots need to be dealt with but a more accurate headline would have been one or two idiots well i'm telling you something there's probably one and i'm just again i'm generalizing but there's probably one or two idiots at every single football club you cannot go around saying that that is the consensus of opinion for an entire fan base based upon one or two lunatics Because in that way, somebody could look at us, and I don't know, look at a serial killer or somebody like that who's been convicted and gone, everybody in England must be a serial killer because that one person is a serial killer. Do not tar our fan base all with the same brush. We have given constructive things about the style of play, the tactics and genuine issues that that we have got with the way that Steve Bruce operates. We are talking purely about Steve Bruce as a professional football manager and his lack of skills to be able to do that job. Yes, people will put pictures up. There's pictures up on, on our social media of pictures of him being a clown, this, that, and the other. But like I've just said to you before, if you can't stand the heat, do not go into the kitchen. That happens at um, every other club, whether it be Aston Villa. You know, Look back on, on other situations. Look at Graham Taylor. What was he uh, portrayed uh, as on the back of a certain newspaper? Does anybody remember that? I could go on. So it isn't just the fans, the press, uh, uh, the press do it. Press Sky, uh, yes, yeah, Sky have been taken taking the piss. Talk sport have been taking taking the piss. Do not just say it's a Newcastle thing that is totally and highly absolutely not accurate. It's absolutely not. Conflict. I want yeah. Steve Bruce out, I don't sit there and wish anything to happen ill health or anything to happen like COVID or out like that. I always, and end of all my man with hand videos, I always end them up. Take care. Look after one another. I'll speak to you later. I wouldn't wish it on my family. I wouldn't wish it on yours or anybody else's. And I include Steve Bruce in that. I include Mike Ashley in that. It's the same argument with Mike Ashley. I don't want him at our football club, mate, because he's a useless owner. But he's still a person. You know what I mean? I just want him out of the football club. I, I don't want him off off the planet. I don't want. I don't wish any like death or anything else like that. And 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 I don't think the Newcastle fan base is suggesting that for a second. But the sensational headlines have to stop. We are an easy target, and it's it's clickbait and it's to fill up minutes on stupid radio shows and this that and the other. But do not put shit in Newcastle fans' uh, mouths because that is totally and utterly. Inaccurate, and we we here on 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 Magpie twenty four seven have been accused. Well, you you certainly not helping, are you? Putting pictures of clowns and stuff up. It's like really, really, uh, we are yeah, not condoning yeah. anything above, yeah. uh, up and above, getting rid of the man from the yeah. from the football Take it in Paul,
1: where we are the problem apparently, according to um, someone on Twitter. I mean, someone on Twitter is is, uh, is is a great opinion to take, not. But you know, you you know what I mean. We've been we've been quoted as the problem by by someone in, on Twitter, and I really it really irked us. I'm not going to lie. Um, for I mean, yeah, we've posted pictures of him being a cabbage, posted this and that, and wanted him out of the football club. Compare that to someone wishing him dead or wishing wishing his family to die. Do you know what I mean? It will know where the line is. As a football manager, I think he's useless. I think he's inept. He's clearly a deer on the headlights, and he's not good enough to manage my football club. But as a person, I wish him nothing but health. For me, my best interest is the best for Newcastle United, and Steve Bruce isn't the best for Newcastle United. So, on Steve Bruce, totally power. right. Of Newcastle United. Do you know we're not the problem? which is voicing more frustrations, which is voicing more opinions. And our opinion is which we that are all entitled of. to have Steve Bruce needs to go. None of this shit about me die uh, dying or covert or whatever it may be. Bollocks that shit, not none of it needed, and it's not required. And those that do, you're an arsehole and you don't support the club. The end of the day, right? But my m- my opinion is He's not good enough to be manager at Newcastle United. He He's to, not qualified. To, that's the main thing. The thing is, so mate, I, the, the, there's a couple of questions I have with it as well. Because, again, why hasn't it been reported to the police? Again, why haven't the club released a statement regarding, that, regarding the actions of these people? Um... Why in press conferences is Steve Bruce saying one week I receive letters and then the next I receive death threats? Uh, why is his son going on talk sport and saying he's received death threats but yet a couple of years ago he threatened to bash someone's head in on Twitter? It's like, do you It's not a, if you open the floor up and look at it from both sides, the, it, it's clearly a skewed view from someone's from someone's opinion, and Simon Bird has generalised the fan base for a couple of idiots making stupid mistakes and making stupid things which they should be held accountable for, I fully Jordan. agree with that, and I agree with what Owen says, the social media companies need to take some responsibility also, but... You open it to the floor, mate, and Steve Bruce is saying one thing one week and then the the total
0: extreme the next. He flip-flops a lot, and and, and that's the trouble, mate. He's got a history of flip-flopping. It isn't just on this one. It's not just on uh, he gets love letters one week and death threats the other, DHE one week, and, you know, COVID the next or whatever. It's not just that. He flip-flops all the time, so you don't generally know Whoever to trust him because he'll say that the sky is one colour one day and another colour the other day He's, he does stretch the truth a lot um, he says players are going to be injured and then they're not players are going to be fit then they're not he tries to play mind games, he tries to kid on the supporters, he says half truths he, you know, he comes out with so so much and I will just say one thing in sort of terms of defence of Steve Bruce I do think that Steve Bruce gets a a particularly rough ride for Newcastle because nobody else at that football club, and I mean nobody else, speaks. The players rarely speak. Uh, Lee Charnley, despite promises um, to the contrary, he does not speak at all. And, And what that does is, all the frustrations that everybody has got about our football club, obviously Mike Ashley doesn't speak, or Keith Bishop and all them, they don't speak. So all the frustrations and the, and the vial that everybody's got is directed at the only man who's a mouthpiece. And I think Lee Chanley needs to take a little bit of the responsibility on for that and needs to sit there and go, Steve, I want to support you a little bit more. I'm supposed to be your boss. I'm supposed to be there to help you and support you in delivering results for this club. I want to take a little bit of the pressure away by answering some of the questions to do with the takeover or things that MD should be talking about. I do feel as if he's given extra areas to speak about which he shouldn't need to. And I think it's shame on Lee Charnley for not stepping up to, again, his promises of the the summer that's just gone by previously where he promised to communicate more openly with fans and he's actually communicated less. So shame on Newcastle, shame on Lee Charnley, again, for for selling Steve Bruce up to Kaiba. He clearly needs a bit more support and, and help. He's got a little bit of that on the coaching side with bringing Graeme Jones in. I think that's a fantastic, wonderful idea. But come on, let's hear from Lee Charlie. Let's hear from Mike Ashley. Let's hear from uh, Keith Bishop, Justin Barnes. Let's hear from those people who are being given the power and the responsibility to run our football club. Let's hear from these players. I, 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 today I heard 30 seconds from Kieran Clark talking about the loss against Chelsea. Where's John Joe Shelby? He's supposed to be our captain. I want to hear from him. Uh, sorry, our vice captain. I want to hear from him. Where is Jamal Lascelles? I want to be able to hear him answer some really, really tough questions on behalf of of, of the players, you know, and so on and so forth. Um, Communication is a massive, massive thing and this club could help Steve Bruce a lot. They have not helped Steve Bruce in his job. I will say that. I'm not saying that Steve Bruce is magnificent and I still think he's not qualified to run our football club. But come on, man. Somebody give him a bit of help. Before it's, it's it's literally gonna it's getting too much for him. It's too much for him. You see, mate, I disagree slightly
1: because I think the club have helped him in terms of investment. Um they didn't, give, have. That, oh, they didn't totally, give Rafa. They didn't give Rafa Wilson. Yeah. You know. Um they don't help him on the press side. I completely agree with that. Um just in terms of investment, Steve Bruce has been given the best part of 130 million pounds and he's took it backwards from where we were under Rafa, mate, and at the end of the day spending £130 million from that given point, having one of the highest net spends in the league from when Steve Bruce took over. I think we're fourth or fifth, maybe sixth, uh, since Steve Bruce took over, and we're 17th on the table, mate. I mean, yeah. Steve, for me, is, uh, I think that, that that needs to go. Could he needs? To, could he get some help off Lee Charnley? Probably, but he could wave the flag all he wants, mate. It's the the reinforcement is, are not going
0: to come. Not, Do you know what I mean, mate? He's not going to yeah. You're totally right. Even even when Steve Bruce was field as manager, you would normally expect the MD, the leader of the club, to be sat there. Again, I, I, I go back to Keegan. I, I put the uh, John Hall, Kevin Keegan, when he was announced as Newcastle's new manager up, and so John Hall's sitting there. He's proud. He's beaming. He's got his man. He's brought Kevin Keegan back to the club. He, he introduces him to, to the assembled media. And you can see there's a clear connection. John Hall obviously wanted Keegan. Keegan wanted to work with John Hall. But with Newcastle, you never see the, the two. They could be the same person, for all we know. Um, nobody has seen Lee, Ch- Lee Charlie in months. We don't know whether he's furloughed, along with a load of other staff. Nobody knows absolutely anything. Um, but all I'm saying is, Everybody at that club, he, if, if Steve Bruce is going to be the man between now and the end of the season, I don't care, care whether you're the tea lady, whether you're the MD, whether you're a coach, what your job title is at that football club. It is all hands-on, to keep this football club in this league. Make no doubt about it. And they should be helping him and they should be supporting him more. And if he feels he's getting death threats and he's getting, I don't know whether that's correct or not, the club should be supporting him. Where is the club? And that just makes you think, is it for real? Because the club aren't saying anything. The police haven't said anything. Yes, it needs stamping out if it's happening.
1: 100%. If
0: it's real. 100%. And and the idiots who do it, they deserve everything that that, they will get because there is a line in the sand where more sane, normal people would say no, no more past past there. I personally think um, clown pictures or this, that and the other or whatever, that's fair game. But yeah. other people might other no, people might disagree know. with that and, and, and I respect I respect your decision on that. But the club, once again, just like they didn't help Rafa, they're not helping Bruce, but Rafa had more of a skill set to be able to deal with it. He could play the politics of the media, he could uh he could pacify the supporters and please the supporters. Bruce can't do that. So give him a little bit of help, give him a little bit more extra support. You take a press conference, Lee Charlie once in a while and let some press speak to you and ask you some questions and let the fans speak to the MD, who, again, that's another relationship that you just, it's it's petered out, it's pathetic, it's useless, it's lame, but um, top-bottom of it is, mate, anybody giving Steve Bruce death threats out like that is an absolute fucking idiot, and you deserve everything that you get, but do not, on the same side of it, Simon Bird, and, and Cork, because it's not just him, mate. It's no, not no, just him. No, no. But he's a perfect example of it. Um, do not tar all Newcastle fans with the same uh, same brush. We are loyal, we are passionate, we love our club, uh, we want the best for our club, uh, but do not make absolute horse shit up about us. That is totally nutly unfair. Yeah,
1: it's not acceptable. It's really not. Totally. I mean, where where you want to double down on the like the cabbage posts and the, uh and the clown posts and things like that. It, it is fair. Is the way I say it. it's all fair and love and war, mate. To be honest, because you look at it, Steve Bruce has called us histrionics. He's called we're, he's called, called we're worse and shit over the past couple of months. Yeah, and Newcastle fans in frustration have posted these things. Us in frustration have posted these things. When Newcastle win, we don't post these things. When Newcastle play well, we don't post these things. If Steve Bruce didn't have this. Defeatist mentality about things. He wouldn't get these posts. He wouldn't get these type of things. But he's not on social media anyway, Paul, according to himself. So he won't see them. So as far as I'm concerned, mate, it's 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 a fair game. He calls us in press conferences. We get our we get a voice. Our only way of voicing our opinion since we're not in stadiums, and um, uh-huh. is through. Were platforms online which if you fancy giving a follow we on twitter one on instagram on facebook as well and um, one there every day we'll comment back uh so if you want to interact with we on a daily basis you can do but to summarize the podcast made another piss poor performance shit me sell about for being um them tomorrow we're all we're all supporting we're all um,
0: burning tomorrow <laughs> we're, we're all burning
1: tomorrow um was it um was it off I'm a celeb with Turf Moir? Um I can't oh, remember. I, I, yeah, I, I, I know I, what you mean. Um can't think of his name all of a sudden. Lovely, lovely Turf Moir Summit. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't he's know happy place, it. wasn't it? He's
0: happy yeah. place. I hope it's yeah. happy Hi. place. Hi. Happy, happy,
1: happy, turf, turf, moir. happy, happy turf moir, mate. That's where it will go tomorrow. But um no, nah, another sleepwalk another episode where it's a very much a feeling of sleepwalking to the to, to the relegation zone. Um but unless there's anything you wanna wanna say before I wrap up, mate, I, I, um, I don't think there's there's anything else we could cover.
0: No, uh, just apart from we may just copy and paste this um, <laughs> for all traffic away because I've got a feeling, mate. I've got a little bit of a feeling.
1: Uh, I'll just do voiceovers when we say Chelsea, <laughs> <because> Manchester United. <laughs> From yeah, COVID-19. so it sounds a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I will. I think we'll wrap it up there. But I've, I've we've done we've done over an hour again, mate. So I think it's a decent length of a podcast. But uh, we've managed to shoot the breeze yet again. In a couple of podcasts, time we've got Owen coming on again. It was nice to talk to him as well. Ah, uh, uh, good lad. Uh, 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 managed to have a good catch-up as well, talking about a few things uh, off-camera as well as on. Um, he's, a, he's a smashing lad, oh, and it would be nice to see him on a, on a, on a podcast coming up. Um, he's not joined the channel or anything like that. He's not joined Magpie 24-7 permanently. He's just popping on uh, a podcast now and then. Friend of the uh,
0: channel.
1: As a friend of Magpie 24-7, since we're known from Newcastle Fans TV. But, um, yeah, we'll end the podcast there, everyone. Hopefully... When we do the podcast on Sunday, it's a good podcast, It's a positive podcast, and we've got something to cheer about. But would be nice. <laughs> I think you know as well as I do. It could well be another negative one, considering we've got one win in about fifty-year-old Trafford. It's it doesn't look good, but um, you never know. Get your goodbye fingers-
0: out of retirement.
1: <laughs> yeah, fingers crossed we can get a result. But until the next podcast, I think we'll do. I think you'll do, man. In the Van Paul, if you've got ten, because I know he's busy. Yeah. Um, I could do a preview as well if you would like to see that. But until then, we'll uh, we'll love yous and leave yous And there. Uh, we'll catch yous on the next one on Sunday. But uh, yeah, see us later, everyone. And as Paul we'll keep it.